Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. Welcome back to the pod. With me today is Coach Nicole. Today's topic, we are going back in time and asking ourselves what we wish we knew when we started our health and fitness journeys. Why, you may ask? Because we don't want you to make the same mistakes we did. Right, Nicole? Yes. Please listen. (laughs) (laughs) I know you always... Uh, do you ever get people that ask you, oh, what regrets do you have? What do you wish you could change? And it's like, well, not a lot, honestly. Mm. But when it comes to like the health and fitness stuff, you know, yeah, there's some things that I wish we could probably get out of the way. <laughs> what yeah. about what's that like for you? I, oh gosh, for me, there are, I think one of the first diet things I ever kind of ventured into was when I was in college and I bought some kind of cleansing thing oh on it was like you buy a bottle of this and it automatically puts you on a subscription and I had to call my bank I was like I don't want two of these I don't know what's going on they're like we got you you young girls do this all the time. <laughs> wait what was it I don't even remember it's just something stupid I must have seen on some commercial I was like oh that's gonna help me lose five pounds in a day and I have the it was in the military at the time I was like so I have the fitness exam fitness test this week so that should help oh my but gosh. it was just some kind of diuretic Oh, to and, get you to go to yeah. the bathroom a lot. I think so, but I, I didn't even like use the bottle. I was just like, as soon as like I got the receipt, it said you're gonna have one of these every month. I was like, oh, they I'm got you. Like, they, they did. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> I never did anything quite like that. I'm not much of a bandwagoner, but I mean, we've all fallen for like the, oh, look at this results. That could be you. I'm like, okay. Like, why wouldn't you fall for that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so going back in time for you, what you, besides that one time of <laughs> buying something off of CCTV? No, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> it was something. The, like the shopping network on. QT, was it QT? Yeah. Yeah. Shark Tank, Lori. Or yeah, what's I, that's what I'm thinking. I can't remember. But yeah, that one. <laughs> like 3 a.m. Like, this will work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so besides that, like kind of looking back, where where do you feel like, ah, I, I could have avoided that? It would it would have to be back when I was just out of college and just um, my first career, my first job was in the military. But it was when I basically earned my first paycheck and I had enough money to like – purchase or try or experiment with something that I didn't have to ask my mom for permission. Oh, for, you know I mean? so I was like, no. freedom. The first thing I did was like get proactive solution. I think for like my acne back then I was, oh. I felt so adult and so grown up. I was like, I bought this myself and I've known for years I needed it. It's working. But anyway, the, in a health and fitness setting, what I did was, um, I, I did try 
Well, it's interesting because like I have like before coaching, hiring a coach, then after hiring a coach, like lessons. Oh, um, okay. Before hiring a coach, I think I just did like Cosmo magazine diets and, you know, something that you could buy, find in a, in a magazine. But after I hired a coach, I think because um, I've been I've worked with several coaches and I've learned a lot of good things from them and a lot of not so good things from some of them. And it's all helped. But um it's gotten you to where you're at now, at least. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some things where I would have been like, I wish I'd known sooner or someone had pointed out to me sooner that like, you don't need to keep going down this path. Like you, it's not helping you. It's actually going to make you worse. And that was, I think the point for me was when I was, I was with a company, it was a very strict meal plan. Like it was one that didn't change for like four weeks at a time. And the first when I first joined them, like I learned a lot, I was losing weight, but then I wanted to take it further. So I signed up for bodybuilding shows. That was probably one thing. You don't need to sign up for bodybuilding shows to lose weight. Actually, that's probably the biggest thing. <laughs> to to not sign up for that just to lose weight. Yep. Oh, um, I mean, I mean, it'll do it. <laughs> it's true. But like, it's still a sport. Like I understand yeah. now, like if you're doing something for a sport, then the sport takes up your life. But when you're trying to make that your life, yeah. Like, but it takes up your life for a short amount of time. It yeah. is temporary, but I was trying to make it permanent. Oh. But um, I think when I was still, when I reached a point where I couldn't, um, I couldn't see that difference where there was a lifestyle and then there was a sport and I was oh. blending them. That's where I wish someone had come up to me and said, like, you need to pull away for a little bit and just get your head clear and. Like finding balance, balance versus like, okay, I am in prep season and there's a big difference between that versus my personal life. Is yep. that what you mean? Okay. Yeah. And I didn't see that. I didn't see that for like, I think four years. Mm. And so, um, what those, was like, um, sorry to interrupt. Okay. What was like really s- suffering during that time for you? My body for one, uh, my body just felt like it was, um, well, see, I was in such denial, but I could feel it. I was in denial. I was like, oh, binging every weekend's okay. Everyone's doing it. All the bikini competitors are doing it. In, in my mind, that's what I thought I was seeing. Um, so I was signing up for show after show to stay ahead of my binges, but my body kept Ugh. needing longer to recover. Yeah. It just stayed sore all the time. So I felt, were you grumpy? I was, but then I tried to hide it because I was trying to prove to my husband and my family, like, no, this is normal. This is how I want to live. And I was in such denial. I think there's a part of me that's like, no, you don't. But I was too, I didn't know what else to do. I thought like, if I want, I really believe that if I wanted to be fit and lean, I had to, the only option was to follow, it was to be on prep, essentially the whole time and what my life so that was like what like 1200 calories or something crazy it was like 14 or 1500 but it was an hour of cardio five days a week (sighs) plus four to five hour long lifts a week and um I mean some people can do that but I couldn't back then because I was still um when I was in the navy you know you have like you got real life you got jobs (laughs) you got family you got family to visit and so I was I had gotten to a point where I had made it so that I could get those workouts in and that cardio in, but it was getting to the point where it was, it was past the comfort zone for me where my family, like my husband was having to adjust his, his life 
to accommodate mm. those workouts for me. And I think I reached a point where I was like, this is going too far. Like, it's not just, if it was just me, it'd be easy. Right. But it's, um, because it's a, essentially, it's a, it's a selfish thing and not in a horrible, bad way. Like you're not evil. Yeah. But it was, because I've seen that like with Casey being around her during mm. prep, it's like, you really have to accommodate to them a lot yep. because they're, there's a show and there's a reason why, but I could see if that's like your everyday life, that's a little different and you're not, I mean, were you, yeah, you were in prep, but were you going, you're doing a lot of shows then too, right? Uh, I was doing about two to three shows a year, but even when I was in off season, I was still following a prep plan. Right. Okay. The workouts and the diet. So I was, because I think I was hearing like, I think it was really a joke around the fitness industry on Instagram. It's like its own thing. <laughs> but um, like people would say, oh, I'm off season. And then others would say, but you're never really off in, in off season. Like you're never really off. It reminded me of the Navy when we would say like, yeah, you have on, you're on duty when you're on duty. And then there's like off duty, but you're never really off duty. Mm, yeah. So I kind of had the same vibe and kind of belief that it was the same with health and fitness and shows and right so it it, and it was like that for at least four years so what was like the breaking point where oh i this is not great (laughs) um seeing your husband like change his life to accommodate your schedule and stuff or well he's very he's very stoic like he will think things through and definitely pause before he emotionally reacts to anything like he's very he's i admire him immensely for that um so he actually he's like so long as you're happy like do whatever you want i'm there to support it and i would tell him yeah i'm happy on the outside um and i was trying to make it work but i I tell my clients this too like there was one time in 2018 towards the end i'd done three shows that year and i was working five jobs that year oh my gosh and i was like I ate like four jars of almond butter in like oh, in less yeah. than a week. And so at the end of the fourth jar, I was like, I can't keep doing this because I was thinking about shows for the next spring and I was getting terrified. And I was like, at the eating four jars of almond butter in one week, I was like, I think I need, I need help. Oh. That's where I need to go next. So that <laughs> yeah. was my turning point. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically going back in time, you would change <clears throat> finding that balance a lot sooner. Yes. And I think how I would have um, succeeded at finding that balance would have been honestly to have not spent so much time on social media. Okay. And also to um, like, I don't know, it's like, because a part of me is like, would I know now? Would I know what I know now if I hadn't been through all that? But I was like, even so, like, I would have at least wanted to spend less time there. Um, And that would have been not spending so much time on social media. And really, for me personally, just because this is a character trait of mine, like I have this, uh, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but it's this insatiable um, desire to just know everything. (laughs) And that's um, stressful. (laughs) Well, it is. And I'm trying always like a lot of pressure on yourself to like know it all. Yeah. I don't know why I, well, I, I try to think about like when, when, when did, is that like a nurture versus nature thing? And I think back on like when I was a little kid and moving around every three years to like oh. different countries, I'm like the kids who make it, who are accepted as friends and get friends are the ones who just 
seem to know like actors' names from American movies. So <laughs> when you're 12 and and you got to a country in Bolivia, you're like, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, that's uh maybe that's where it stemmed from. But I needed like I felt like I if I if someone had told me back then because I don't think I would have been able to tell myself, but if I someone had told me back then like you don't need to push yourself to the extreme. You don't have to do it all in mm. order to be seen as legitimate or authentic or be accepted in any way. Like you, that is not necessary. Um, if someone had told me that I would have spent less time in that, in those four years of kind of like confusion and stress and, and pain. Yeah. Really. So you said like definitely spending less time on social media. Like what at the time was social media like telling you that was, I feel, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this was like 2016, 2017. So I feel like Instagram was kind of growing. Or... Yeah. Cause didn't Instagram launch in 2010? Like that was when it first, that's not that long ago. Oh my gosh. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, ju- I at least just got an Instagram account. Dang. And so I was like looking through and I just gotten into bodybuilding and competing. And so I was looking at different bikini competitors and I was with a bikini prep company. So everything was competition. And so it it just, you know, for, you know, when I was just assuming in my young (laughs) naive mind that what was on Instagram was real on some level. And so when you see, so you were seeing a lot of at the time that you probably didn't obviously didn't realize was, yeah, there were some good things coming through your feed, but also a lot of unhealthy habits because yeah, bodybuilders, they know how to lose fat, but are they doing it like in a way that's best supporting them in their longevity yeah, and stuff like that? They don't care about that. They want, they want the title. They want the show. They want to be first place, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's one thing that really, I can't stand anymore. Like it actually boils my blood is when I see, <laughs> um, when I see someone, some company post a, a before and after, but the before photo is from like when this person was, you know, at their highest weight. And then the after is they're cleaning, clearly in a back pose for the bikini, like mm-hmm. uh, bodybuilding world, but they label it as a lifestyle uh, oh. transformation. And when I see that, like, I can't stand it. Cause I, that's what I had. That's what I had grown up, well, grown up seeing in 2016 and 2017. Mm-hmm. And came to believe I'm like well it just makes sense if you want to be if you want to keep the fat off you just have to be basically in prep the whole time because just look at these before and afters oh yeah that's a big tell if it's a bikini pose yeah somebody's doing it. okay so that's one thing y'all can take away from this Please, yeah <laughs> if you see that if there's lifestyle and then you see someone in like a bikini bodybuilding stage suit that's got crystals on it yeah. They are not one in the same. They are separate and then stop following that company. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure we don't do that. <laughs> no, we don't. I, we definitely don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, social media back then. I mean, it still is. There's just so much noise to like filter through. So how would you coach yourself then? If oh. You versus you now versus you then, what would you tell? How would you coach yourself? <laughs> See, I was thinking about that. Earlier. Yeah, I don't know how I would have, except for the way that I did, and it took me a long time. But because oh. um, I didn't like, honestly, I feel like if I'd read the enneagram back then, really, um, that would have helped me get out of my own head and get out of my own way. 
just um I was more focused on the external like do I have the right supplements do I have the right um the right workout gear do I have the right coach instead of do I have the right like f- emotional state to like yeah you know maybe I don't need to be in prep on a deployment like yeah to have the understanding I need to understand myself um better than I did back then um that's what I would did that answer your question I'm trying to remember exactly what your question <laughs> how you was. would coach yourself yeah. or even if it's not yourself but if you're one of your clients was going through something like that and you kind of whether or not because you weren't even honest with yourself back then yeah but a good coach would kind of see between the lines a little bit right that's that's a good point. Yeah. I um <clears throat> I try to get through those lines with my clients yeah. um because no one did that for me and I wish they had. You get the finger going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if if a coach had just been brave enough to say, um, "Hey, like you are um like you need to take a look at the rest of your life instead of being so focused on this." Like but that's the thing. Like I don't think coaches at least back then or the ones that I at least worked with, they didn't keep a timeline of my progress. They just checked in oh. week to week and um, versus like, you know, what we do. I know exactly where my client who's been with me for eight months, I know exactly where she started eight yeah. months ago and where she was three months ago and whether she, you know, if she's made progress, like even in her job and how stressful that was and how that's impacting her ability to be consistent with her health and fitness goals. Like, we keep, we keep track of that. And if someone had done that for me, they would have been able to and put my whole picture uh, in front show of me. you the, the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah. Put my life in front of me. That would have been, I think that would have made the biggest difference actually. Oh, cause I had to figure out, and I think we all do on some level, but I had to figure that out for myself, but it took years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like looking, let's talk about me. So yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, not kidding, but uh, my, cause I'm not a, I mean, I am a life coach. I'm not a coach coach like you, but I, yeah, there's not much I would honestly change looking back. Cause I never did anything that destroyed my gut Mm -hmm. or I wouldn't get on birth control. Tell you that though. Mm -hmm. Cause that it it was fine for a while. I kind of told you that before, right? The birth control journey a little bit. I think. Yeah. Cause I started on birth control when I got married (laughs) when I was 19 and was on and off of it for 10, 12 years. So, but it wasn't like a consistent, I'm on birth. It's just whenever I had insurance. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but it wasn't, it was toward the two years ago, toward the end of that birth control journey that it really started to affect my body. Um, cause I had horrible skin issues and my gut was kind of messed up. I couldn't figure out, I mean, it, I got salmonella poisoning. So that was kind of a big trigger to my insides. So everything was like, I, I would eat cereal and I would just have to go to the bathroom every like five minutes. I'm just, Man. <laughs> it was so bad and just constant for six months. It was like that. Acupuncture helped a lot, but then um, I was gaining some weight. And I'm like, I'm not doing the best job at my health and fitness right now, but this is a little uncalled for. Like I was trying to be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then who was it? Oh, Renee, my acupuncturist. I'm going to butcher this, so don't quote me on it. But she basically taught me that um, my birth control, obviously it's hormones, right? So it's affecting my hormones, which is affecting, it was like this chain reaction that happened 
through my body because of birth control, which was causing me to have these gut issues and that it was affecting my thyroid. I didn't have bad thyroid levels. I got Mm -hmm. those all checked out. It was just really odd how connected all that was. And she just knew it. Like I've learned so much from her (laughs) anyway. So I would definitely not get on birth control for anything. (laughs) I get it though. Like I, I, I needed to be on birth control if you catch my drift. <laughs> but yeah, what were you going to say? But it's like, no, yeah, like you don't even know what to look for, no. like what's off or what, if what you're feeling is normal, if it's supposed to be part of what you're, you know, doing. So it's, that's a, that's a tough, t- birth control is a tough one to like, know if it's really negatively mm-hmm. affecting you. Cause I didn't, it wasn't for me forever. I have really good levels. It wasn't causing me massive weight gain or mood swings things like that yeah. nothing actually happened because that's the side effects you think about mm-hmm. with birth control is like tons of weight gain mood swings but i was like it was affecting my skin it was affecting my digestion and then i got off of it and then i mean you can see me now look how pretty my skin yeah, is skin is like you should be on the cover of a magazine oh it's flawless stop it teach me your secrets <laughs> i don't need proactive anymore no. yeah <laughs> Thank you. But that's one thing I definitely would reevaluate. But I had no reason not to because nothing was affecting me. It was fine. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, so looking back, I wouldn't really change much because I, like I said, I'm not a bandwagoner. I'm, I didn't, you know, jump into the competition world just to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that, that looks too hard. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, if anything, I probably should have put a little more effort into it. But also at the same time, I don't want to like toot a horn here, but I've always been pretty okay, pretty good with my body image mm-hmm. and my confidence. Of course, yeah, yeah, it'd be great to have a six pack, be super lean and cut, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not have to worry about too much about how something's gonna fit me and it'd be flattering. Like I have to put a lot of effort into that, but um, I maybe probably should have thought about this before we started recording. <laughs> no, I like where it's like, because you actually, you're bringing up kind of body image. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of that area. And it's, that's one of the, I think the biggest drivers, especially when you're young, I think in your, I don't know, I, I said, I'm going to say in your 20s, as though I'm this ancient, wise <laughs> person, I'm only 37, but there, there is a difference, I feel. Wisdom. Yeah, well, there is a difference when you have when you're in your twenties versus later. Um, but it's just what you see outside, and you're. I feel like you're still trying to figure yourself out, and you're trying. Like I tell this to some of my clients, it's like you're trying on so many shirts that people are and telling you to put on, like your parents, oh, yeah. and your mentors, and your teachers. You're trying to see what fits mm-hmm. to see if that's you, if that feels like you. But after a certain time, you're just under a mountain of shirts and it's like you can't find yourself and you're just drowning sometimes it feels so it takes time to just pick off one shirt at a time until you can like breathe and you've made your way through and you're like okay let's me let me gather my bearings and see how I want to proceed and what I want to wear yeah um, that's a good way to put it but um when it comes to so like with body image stuff like you just you see something and you try it and you try to make it work really hard and sometimes it goes too far. Yeah. And that's kind of what I like to tell people with really with anything, when you are unsure of what to do or where to go and all this, like it's okay to try things, you know, that you see an advertisement on, you know, (laughs) that thing I was telling you about, (laughs) you want to try it, try it. Honestly, 
don't feel shameful about that. And if it doesn't work, if you don't stick to it, because mm-hmm. I've bought like, oh, buy my workout program and download my app. I'm like, okay, like I'll do that. But yeah. it just never worked for me. And I would feel kind of guilty that, oh, I see all these mm-hmm. people with this success and mm-hmm. it's working for them. Why? What's wrong with me? <laughs> and, you know, you'd ha- I'd have to remind myself that it's okay it didn't work for you. Let's try something else. Kind of put in some new little, um, you know, plug in some new habits, try that, try this. And honestly, the best thing has been just having a coach. <laughs> it's just, I needed the accountability. Yeah, I just need somebody to kind of be looking over me and telling me, yeah, let's redirect here. Let's do this now. And you know, it just makes it so much easier. <laughs> I feel like you had much younger, much more self-awareness than than I did. That's why I was like, part of the question was like, wait, earlier on, I was like, what age would you have gone back to? Or, and I was like, I think part of what got me into kind of the extreme level that I'd taken myself to was just my personality. Mm. I was not self-aware like you were. If I had had that self-awareness, I, I don't know where I'd be right now. Oh. But having that self-awareness to know when things are like, when you've reached the edge um, with whatever you're pursuing, whether it's work, health and fitness or relationships or something to know when you've reached an edge that you are not willing to go past, uh, that's immense self-awareness. Yeah. But me, I would just, I just ignored it. I was like, no, this is not what this person or what oh, you're like, this do. has to work for me. There's no way out. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Wow. That's so much pressure to put on yourself. But that's what I was like, it must be my personality. I'm a it's, type three. Like, yeah, it's definitely your personality because I'm like, whatever is the easiest. <laughs> and if that accommodates me sitting on the couch more, let's go. <laughs> but then I'm like, I wish I wasn't the way I was. Like, no, or I no, wish, like, that. I mean, I wish, um, I wish I was more attuned to when that I, I was at that edge. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, I am now. Yeah, but, I hope but, so. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. But it's like, you know, I wish I'd done that. In my 20s, I'd gotten to that level in my 20s. Yeah, and I, it, it's difficult when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy to be out of my 20s. I don't know about you. <laughs> it was just such a constant struggle, especially like personally and financially. Like I wasn't, well, and working out was always somewhat of an outlet for me. So I was consistent, just not, I didn't have any like instruct, not instruct. I didn't have like a guidebook, you know, and who does? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so getting a coach earlier definitely would be something I would have done. But then mm-hmm. again, I wouldn't have because I didn't have the money for it. <laughs> and it's an investment and it is, I don't know, worth it. Well, it, like here's what I've learned. That's part of the reason why I became a life coach because when I had when I had my first coach, she was great. She was actually macros based, proteins, carbs, and fats, but she didn't have a pulse on how my life was. And I was in the military and I feel like mm-hmm. when you're in kind of a kind of uniform service, I mean, I can't, every job has its own unique difficulties and um, stressors, but um, it just, you need to have a pulse on where your client is in all areas of your life. It's very, yeah, that's true. there's biological, there's, um, there's society, there's um, psychology. Like there's, there's a person that's more than just someone who spends time in the gym. There's so much more to them. And if something's off in their relationship, you're going to see it show up probably in a negative way in their health and fitness or in their work. And if you're someone, if you're a coach and you're, you can see that, like you need to say something like, so that's why I think life coaching, like you need to be more 
Frank, in my personal opinion, I'm not saying this is for everyone, but I've seen that I have the best relationships with clients. They have a very well-rounded approach to their health and fitness. They're very healthy and they can, they kind of become more confident. They speak up for themselves. They make changes at work it, because it suits them. It serves them better that they don't do it out of guilt or avoidance of anything when they have someone besides themselves and someone that they trust who's like pointing things out and say, Hey, did you notice this? Like, I noticed you're really stressed at work and you haven't had all your water. What can we do here? Like, do you need, like, we, we kind of like start working through and start talking through things like that. I don't advise them or anything with like work or their relationships, but I do make sure to point out like, Hey, yeah, you all, you came here wanting balance with everything. Let's see how, where things are a little off balance and go from there. Yeah. That's, you are a good coach, Nicole. <laughs> I love this work. I love this job. Because <laughs> that's so true. Like if it's, if something is affected over here, it's just going to spill over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're not a therapist or anything like that, but you can at least notice, hey, Jasmine here, you seem to be struggling over here. Like just making people aware that, yeah. oh, oh, this, this does affect my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a good point to bring up for you know, especially people who are starting out in this health and fitness world. And then um, even for people who've been in it for a while, like I, like I've been in this world for a long time, but you wouldn't know that looking at me, (laughs) but I've been in the gym for a long time and I eat well-rounded meals. I've done whole 30. I've done, you know, all that, but yet it was, I'm not really getting anywhere. Like, but aside from longevity and it just being good for me in my long-term life. I just need to tell people what? here, like, if you see Caitlin, everyone, and see her <laughs> phenomenal figure, you would be like, Caitlin, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, did I? You read that group message I sent yesterday? Maybe. Probably. Where somebody, Mark and I were walking out of the building here. Yeah. And there's this girl with the dog. And I was just like, you know, a polite passing by hello mm-hmm. and she goes Hi, i see you a lot in the gym just like crushing it are <laughs> you like a trainer like what's your story yeah. and i'm like oh uh. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's never happened before i was like well let me tell you about you know <laughs> yeah. i was like you know yeah I'm, I'm not being self-depreciating i mean i guess i am you see what i mean though. i do like, i do <laughs> but um yeah the uh what were we th- what were we talking about? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> like we were getting onto a point. Yeah, we were. I totally <laughs> effed it up. <laughs> um, yeah, going back in because I've been in the health and fitness world oh, for okay. a long time. Yeah, but not necessarily you would know about it. But I'm not getting anywhere. Okay, that's the wrong way to put it. But do you see what I mean? I do. I do. Yeah. Like it's not. I, I wasn't. Okay, let's get to a because I could be at a healthier body weight, and but it wasn't really going anywhere, and I could be doing things that could better support my health. Mm-hmm. There we go. We're getting back on track. Yeah. <laughs> so I could I could have been doing things that could have better supported myself, but yet, you know, there's so many people in that world where yeah, I'm I'm I've been doing this for so long, but like, what's what's what do I have to show for it? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm getting with this. Uh, aside from you know having a longer life more on my feet and not being in a wheelchair at 80 or something yeah (laughs) but 
yeah, so there's plenty of people in that world, whether you're a newbie or you've been in it for a while, we're Mm -hmm. still learning these lessons. Yeah, I would. So I'm just gonna like, if I think back on my own personal experience, like I feel like I'm very typical of a very typical modern woman. Like I, you know, I had a corporate job at one point or the military. um, And I was captivated by the health and fitness world. And I was new at one point and now I'm well steeped in it. And if I was like, I feel like for anyone new, just getting some guidance, like it's like going to school. Like you can't get a master's degree on something without having teachers there to tell you what to study. And mm. you know what I mean? So if you're, if you have a goal, a point. then get someone to help you. Um, but I feel like it's the same with someone who's been in it for a while. I have worked and I do work with women who have been dieting or have been our trainers themselves Mm -hmm. and they have a hard time with, you know, getting enough sleep. That's a big one. Um, Oh yeah. And even though they know exactly how it helps their clients and they tell their clients to get enough sleep, it's, it's something that we just need to like really remember the basics. Oh yeah. Get down to the the basics. So what would you say did I interrupt you? No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, if you want to talk about the basics, like, yeah, what would you say those those would be that you, no matter where you're at, always have these as a priority. Right? Yeah, I. It's definitely going to be biological. It's going to be nutrition, well, sleep, oh, hydration, yeah, uh, food, also stress management. Kind of the um, taking your having that self awareness, having your mindset in. That's you know just in a place where you aren't, you know, taking yourself to an edge or also not doing enough in your life. Like make sure you're growing. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's more for, um, that's for anyone. doesn't matter where they are in life, if they're new to fitness or not, but, um, just knowing how to, whatever goals you set for yourself, your body's going to be the one that gets you there. It's literally what takes up physical space in this world. So you've got to take care of it on the most elemental level, which is getting enough sleep, getting enough movement, eating enough food, eating enough, enough nutrients to sustain you. Yeah. Water. You know, I wish looking back that one thing I knew was how easy it can be. Oh, right. Good point. Because I hear, I would hear uh, things here and there about, oh, eating more helps you lose weight. But I'd be like, that's not right. Like, no. Instagram told me in 2016. Instagram says. So, yeah, it really is. I mean, there's obviously challenges and obstacles and mindsets and personal work you have to get through. But honestly, I wish I understood that it was that easy. And honestly, I did learn that. When was it? Several years ago, kind of when I really first started getting into it because I was going through a really bad divorce. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't bad. It was just stressful. Um, And I you know, had all this noise, right? This is, here you go. This is a little bit about my, my yeah. past. <laughs> you can interview me later. <laughs> um, but that is what I learned was I had all this noise. I'm like, I just, uh, I don't know what to do. It's mm-hmm. just so much. I'm not a cold Turkey person. I'm not just be like, okay, tomorrow's the day. And then you stick with it. There are, I, th- those kinds of people amaze me, <laughs> me too. <laughs> which you're kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And some things maybe. Yeah. But so I was like, I'm just so stressful. I don't know what to do. So I just told myself, let's just screw it all. I don't, I'm just going to 
do things that are good for me. And what do I know that to be? Let's drink some water. Yeah. <laughs> that's easy and free. <laughs> so that's what I started doing um, at the beginning of all this. I was like, I just want to do good things to my body. Mm-hmm. I know it will affect me positively in the long term and with my physique and stuff like that. But let's just kind of start at the basics. Yeah. So I started drinking enough water and then, you know, my headaches went away. <laughs> um, my skin looks a little bit better. I Amazing have a, a little bit different. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then I had like a, a different type of perk energy wise. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel a little perkier. Huh. And then it just kind of, I started noticing those differences. And I was like, of course, duh, I'm drinking water. And then it, I started to feel better. Mm-hmm. So that snowballed into better habits. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have this energy. Let's go to that boxing class, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I started moving more. And I, it wasn't this, like, massive pressure that I put on myself. you got to go to the gym three times a week. And you got to do this. And you got to eat this many calories. Blah! You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just started doing these things. And after a while, I had taken a, a – photo i need to find that picture it's from ever ago like 2000 like um 2012 probably like before you started drinking all the water yeah oh, okay uh-huh. i don't i can't remember how much i weighed then less than i do now <laughs> <laughs> well I, I wasn't lifting weights back then either mm. anyway so it started to snowball into all these like better habits and this my boss at the time he's like you're looking good and his wife, who she, they worked together at a chiropractor's office, and I was their massage therapist. She goes, "Yeah, you look. You've been looking really good lately." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of, I feel like I do too. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't dawn on me that I had lost twenty pounds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was like twenty pounds because I didn't weigh myself. I took that one photo and I had forgotten about mm-hmm. it. And then I was like, I went home that day. I was like, I need to." do that again yeah i think take so i got my little camera i took a selfie in the mirror and, you know how it was back then yeah. <laughs> and um yeah I, I especially noticed it in like the before and afters that i like the most and they're the most accurate is the back because you don't have to worry about like making your gut the same like you know what i mean like you're like showing your back yeah the back pose oh okay yeah because your posture doesn't make mm-hmm. so much of a difference mm-hmm. as the side and front it's just the back. <laughs> For some reason, that's always been the most accurate. Anyway, so that's what I looked at. And I had seen all these changes. Like, oh, my gosh. Then I got on a scale. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, this is what people dream of. Just losing weight. And you just don't even realize it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's what happened. I was like, wow. Then so I, since then, always would think of those times where mm. what worked was the basics. Yeah. And now that I'm more advanced, I am counting my macros. I am doing this. And it's easier for me because I got the basics as like my everyday life. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, now a part of my life and that's non-negotiable, mm-hmm. which is drinking water. I've always kept up my water. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, there's periods in my life where I was like lazier, especially during the pandemic. And we all were, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yep. It's forced on us sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, you know, up and down personally for me, but I always would have to remember the basics. Yeah. It's what works. And that's what I would tell anybody who stops me on the street who thinks I'm a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yeah, just drink and walk. Drink, yeah. <laughs> drink water and just walk, honestly. And if that's not a massive part of your life now, that's where I mean, I'm not a coach, but 
I feel like you could agree if you're going to give advice to anybody it would be just start with two simple things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's um, I think that's where a lot of my own growth happened because I just had to unlearn Ugh. all the complicated stuff I'd found online. And it's not to say that online is where the only or, you know, it's the culprit for all the misinformation It is for a lot. But, you know, I was the one who pursued it and tried things and really wanted something to work, even though my body was telling me otherwise. Um, so when someone like it really is, you're right, it really is a lot simpler. Um, I think sometimes we don't want it to be. I don't know why. Yeah, like it, it seems yet. like the law against the laws of nature. Like this has to be, this is something that should be complicated. Yeah. Right. It, because that's what we're told. And sometimes I feel like we crave pushing ourselves and oh, stressing yeah. ourselves out. And I think on some level, it's good. I think some stress is good. It really helps us grow, but mm. we're just not really good at finding that edge. And sometimes I think we just stay out of, past it. Like, where we're so stressed and we try to live from that place and then just things your body will tell you that it can't live there and so yeah. um but really when you can remind yourself to stick with the basics and you're consistent with them you realize that your body one feels really good that way it really likes that homeostasis and that when you're there consistently it can handle a little bit of stress and you're going to yeah. be okay yeah. some discomfort is okay but when and then if you go into high discomfort because I don't know like if you're in the military you deploy like there's stuff that happens at work stuff that happens with family because you've been so consistent with you know regulating yourself you can handle big moments of emotional overwhelm like that yeah. or even shutdown you can bring yourself back I think that's the whole point it's not staying in that overwhelm perpetually that's going to help you get the long term sustainable results that you want. Yeah, I think a lot of people need to be reminded of that. And that's where I think a lot of the self-awareness comes in and like what we focus on, like with the Enneagram calls and yeah. just having a coach look at your entire life. I think that really helps put things into perspective a lot sooner for people than if they were doing it on their own or with someone who didn't understand this, I would say. What um, is the most common thing you see as a coach? <clears throat> I'm forming the question as I talk. Okay. <laughs> Let me just preempt that. <laughs> um, but when you're talking about uh, seeing somebody's whole picture, their whole life and putting it into perspective, what, what's a really common thing you see through clients that they're just so unaware of? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, work is definitely something. Uh, I see if I if I if I'm working with someone with a woman who's got let's say one or two jobs, like her main job and maybe a side hustle. And then maybe she's got, you know, two kids, spouse, and maybe a sick parent or elder, someone, either parents living with them, or it's kind of, they have their parents. They're taking older. care of another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to think of the, like I tied, I get a history of how long they've been doing that and kind of where they're wanting to go with that. Like the whole life, like what their goals are in life. And because you really get a sense for what their stress capacity is. And mm. that can change. It can grow. You can become more resilient. But it helps me know what to focus on. Instead of saying, okay, we're going to work on macros and fit in three workouts or four workouts and then try to hit water and sleep all at the same time, that may just take them over. Yeah. So then I'll say, okay, let's just focus on like 
on the nutrients, at least right now, we'll work on water. Like I want you to drink more water down the road, but right now let's work our way up to it. So we can ease that into, they can feel more at ease about it and mm. feel like it's, they can nibble away at it instead of having to like gulp it all down at once. Right. Cause even starting a coaching program with the FitBem project, that can still feel really overwhelming because yeah. they don't know what to expect. Like, oh no, listen, but they're still taking the plunge, which mm-hmm. is brave and you got to do it eventually at some point mm-hmm. in your life. But, and that's how I started out when, when I was working with Zoe was, um, I was like, this is easy. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. I'm like, of course I know it's going to change. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is, this is easy. All right. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. And then, you know, as you continue, things become more habitual. It's not so much, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. where it's not so much a, a task. Yeah. Now it's a part. Now walking is not because I have to walk a lot. It's like 60,000 steps a week. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay has me at right now and I need, <laughs> what is it eight more no six six more thousand steps this week today i need okay. to go do that <laughs> but anyway it's not i've worked up to that yeah you know if i started out with that I'm like walking is easy but that takes so much time i don't want to do that you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so working up to it is is important and it's important for people to remember that you start at the basics yeah. and who would you say for people who maybe are at your level of mm-hmm. uh, expertise mm-hmm. or right or experience. advanced experience. Yeah. And w- w- okay. I'm forming the question again, as I talk, <laughs> um, what are the people that need to go back to the basics? Like when you see somebody like that, let's say you have a client who is advanced and who has compete. You've had some, you have clients now who are competitors, right? Yep. Yeah. So what are the red flags you see that you say, well, we got to backtrack. We got to unlearn stuff. What what would that be? Oh, I have the, per- like one woman comes to mind immediately. <laughs> I love what she's done in the past four, what, three or four months now. She was, uh, she had just come from competing, I think twice in 2022. And she was with, each competition was with a different company, two very well-known companies. and she you're so polite i want to call them out <laughs> no it's fine <laughs> but she um well i did ask her because I, I am familiar with the companies um with some of the companies and i'm just curious too but yeah the first company um she was on 1200 calories she lost a lot Ugh. of weight uh she got to a point she showed me a photo she was so lean but she still had a lot of muscle on her she looked exquisite but then they dropped her calories 500 more oh for like, gosh. so she's at 700 for like, I think 700 calories. Yep. For <gasps> at least, a, I can't, I think it was more than a week, which is, um, that's way too long. <laughs> it is. And she lost, oh, she lost her glutes. Like she didn't lose them. She still got phenomenal like shape to her, but from where they were, like she lost, she lost muscle and she showed me that picture after she lost the muscle. And I was like, damn, like she, she, that's I don't know why that was needed. Um, oh, yeah. So she knew that. She knew that, though. So she left that company. She's like, well, let me. She's like, I'm eating way too little. Let me try with this other company because she in her like I knew exactly because I've been had that those same thoughts. Like she's like, well, it seems like this other company, the girls or the women seem to be enjoying the coaches and uh, the environment and just 
everything like, about well, it. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So she moved over to this other company and she realized it was just a little more of the same of what she'd been doing. It was a strict meal plan. Like, you know, eat this every three hours or something. And she's like, she could see that she was losing her steam. She was, she, Aww. what she specifically said was I have no more fire Aww. in my workout. She's like, I hate cardio. She's like, I dread my workouts and I don't want that. And so she, what we worked on was uh, really like the basics. Okay. You know, it's like, hey, like just, just walk right now. We're not going to do any cardio. Cause I knew she, she said she wanted to get back to that. And I completely understood. She wanted to get back to the point where she loved pushing herself, mm. whether it was for a show or not. She just wanted to feel like herself again and feel like she was, um, like the confidence was there regardless of what she was working towards. She yeah. didn't need a show to make her feel confident. So, um, for her, what we started doing was we just started eating more for one. And my goal for her was to get her to trust herself and her food choices. Cause she didn't, she's like, I just, just tell me what to eat and I'll do it. And I knew she wouldn't because she was at that point. She was just like, on the weekends, she wasn't tracking anything. She just wanted to go out and have some wine with her husband, which she wasn't allowed to, not allowed, but she wasn't doing it for like almost a whole year. Oh. I was like, just go have some wine. Like you, you need to have that experience and you need to really believe it and feel it where you can eat and trust your hunger and fullness and trust your intuition and yeah. a week later not have gained any weight, but you need to, you know, you need to move, but the movement needs to be pleasurable. So getting to like mm. kid level basics, like you just love being outside yeah, and you just love eating food or having a bite or two of it and not feeling like you need to finish it because it's on your plate. So having that autonomy with your own food and your own body, like she regained that. And after by I think by Christmas this year, she's like, for her first check-in last week, she's like, I can't believe I haven't gained, like, I'm still the same weight after the holidays and everything. She's like, was she completely unhinged for the holidays and just did whatever she wanted? She didn't track anything, but that's because, um, she trusted herself. She's like, I'm not going to eat everything right in sight like she'd been doing on the weekend she's not going to go to the opposite end of the spectrum of what that would be binge eating right yeah 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 and um so she's just i am so like in love with where she is because she and she told me too she's like i have that fire back with working out she told me that back in like november or beginning of december and i was like yes like that was one of the (laughs) biggest things she wanted to achieve and then also then she told me she's like i'm doing a little bit cardio on my own i was like what (gasps) And I was like, yeah, there you go. It's quite the turn of events. Yeah. So she was like finding herself again or just finding and like, so just finding herself happy with herself, like to completely pleased. And um, so now we're going to focus on a deficit because she's just on fire. Like she's like, I can do this. Like I know how to eat enough. I know how to set up. I know what I, what my stress capacity is because during the holidays, she was like, just two kids. They each had their own like holiday expectations at school and she was signing up for all of them and volunteering. So she, and she had her own personal training business. She was working for her husband's business. So she was spread really thin, Jeez. but even amongst uh, like amidst all that, she was really, um, still like grounding herself enough throughout the day that she could think about what she wanted to eat, how much and, um, it was enough to the point where she didn't gain or lose any weight. And she's like, this really is possible. Like this is, this is sustainable. I'm sustainable. I can make this work. And so from there, that's when we start 
that's where we're going to start the deficit. Oh, that's such, that's a good point to bring up for people who are in that world who are advanced. Mm -hmm. And those are some, I guess, personal red flags to watch out for. Like Mm -hmm. how much am I hating everything right now? Yeah. (laughs) And getting back to the basics. Cause that she, cause like, Oh, I used to love this. Why do I hate it so much? And I'm miserable. I'm tired. I'm hungry and grumpy. And I think that's a, a good point to bring up for people, whether or not they have coaches, uh, is to start at the basics. If you find yourself exactly where she was at, I think that's a really, oh, I need to know who that is. (laughs) Yes, I will tell you. And um, so that's actually something I spoke with my, um, with all my clients just last week, we all do a monthly group coaching call. And I point out to them, like, if you're not feeling like good about this, most of the time, just not all the time, but most of the time, know that like you need to have a good like otherwise you're not gonna otherwise why do it? Yeah. If this isn't something that you find enjoyable to the point where you can handle discomfort, because there will be uncomfortable moments. If you're not there, then you need to get yourself there. Well, and I said, Well, we will get there. Like you right. need to tell me these things because I'm your coach and this is what we are this is what I'm here to help you with. But um it's really you can find joy in in this lifestyle. And I think that's the point, but knowing that you can find joy in any circumstance, like with with something changes at work, if you're really stressed, knowing how to bring yourself back and remind yourself, just give yourself that pause and say, hang on, let me gather my bearing. Let me put things in perspective. Look at the facts. Like I still need to go get my workout. in, even if things are on fire at work or (laughs) where can I, where can I put my energy and rearrange things instead of feeling like I have to quit? Oh, you know, yeah. throw my hands up in the air. So that's where I feel like a lot of people are, especially if they've dieted for a long time and they don't get fast results or like, well, it clearly isn't working. It's like, well, let's just one, find your joy again, but two, like, let's put things in perspective. Yeah. When I first started getting into this <clears throat> whole world, I kind of had that mindset of like, this is not going to go anywhere if I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I told myself, find something that you enjoy doing so that it's not so much of a chore. Mm-hmm. So I started doing those um little boxer size classes. They oh. were so much fun. And you, it was like, it helped with it being groups. Mm-hmm. You know, you start out with the community, kind of have a reason to go. And plus I'm a lot more accountable when it's something that's scheduled. I have to show up to go do something. Yeah. Like, or not, they don't care if I'm there or not. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't write my name down or pay. I mean, it was a gym. So yeah, I paid for it, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I yeah. knew that about myself that if it's like something that I have to show up for, cause I'm a very punctual person, yeah, you are. then I'm much more, <laughs> I'm much more likely to um, show up and do it. So I, I fell in love with these little boxer size classes. I'm like, let's try more. And I did like the water classes with like the senior citizens. Oh, <laughs> I love swimming, so anyway. I like those can be challenging too, like anything in the water. Water is seven hundred times the resistance of air. Well, that, that puts <laughs> Fun it in fact. perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, you, have you ever had those little weights, the foam weights that are under there? That's, that's hard. Oh no, I need to go. I have a client who's doing. I'm working with someone. She's doing like aerobics classes, and she's lost a ton of weight. And I'm like, there's something to these workouts. I'm oh, she, she's to. doing the water aerobics? Well, she's actually, she was, and now she's swimming, but she's been so consistent with it. And the swimming. Whew. Yeah. That'll, that'll do it. <laughs> it's a good sport. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I feel like that was a pretty good. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> like we talked about a lot, but we really kept it in with like, what do you need to know? And what would you tell yourself? Like, yeah. 
And also, if like if you are, um, make sure that you are. If you would tell yourself something when you were younger, like make sure you're doing that now. Oh yeah, are you? Yeah, are you holding yourself accountable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, like even though. Yeah. Are you following your own advice? Yeah. Because like if I were to tell my younger self, like make sure you drink water every single day, you know, at least what you know you should be drinking. Like yesterday, I didn't do it. I drank, I drank less, I think for two days straight. And I was like, dang it. How can I make that easier on myself? So one example is I used to have a little pad of paper and I always drink out of the same like 32 ounce tumbler during the day. And so if I drink five of those, I've hit my watermark. So I would mark it down a little piece of paper, but then I found myself starting to like not use a piece of paper. So what I do instead is I have a little dry erase marker and I'll just like mark a little dot on my tumbler saying okay and each dot represents by five dots at the end of the day then I'm good oh cute it's like little strategies like that to make it super simple on you I've kind of actually started doing that exact same thing um because I was using my Nalgene bottle which I had to fill that up four times Mm -hmm. to get I hate counting and so I would be like what 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 am I on so maybe I should start tallying it I didn't do that (laughs) um and then I got this new one which is I only have to fill it up well two times a day which is so much easier less numbers like really guys this is basic yeah <laughs> make it, it as easy yeah and make <laughs> it how can you make this easier on yourself and then you can find a way we're we're humans we're so creative and yeah. you know <laughs> so i started but i am marking it now mm-hmm. just to you know it's the new year we got that new year energy and mm-hmm. uh yeah <laughs> i think one thing i'm going to be incorporating this year are more rewards like oh like I what? Used, like you know if I drink all my water for a month I'm going to get myself a new water bottle though if my husband were to hear this right now he'd be like dear god Nicole we do not need more <laughs> He's water opening bottles the cabinet <laughs> full of yeah. water bottles <laughs> but like I need something to look forward to in the past I wouldn't have even given myself that I've been like no you just need to do this because this is right and that would have been it. You don't need to reward yourself. You're not a toddler. Like, yeah, that's exactly how I talk to myself. Aww. But now I'm like, screw that. It's fun having something to look forward to. It I mean, is. There's, because if I look at the results I wasn't getting because I wasn't making it easier on myself, like you just have to look at the results. Are you getting the results you want in the way that you want them or not? Yeah. And when I'm honest and I look back and be like, no, I was why and why wasn't it is because either I didn't know enough or I was making it harder on myself. And it was very often I was making things harder on myself because of what I was telling myself. So like, no, you should be doing it this way. And then I feel guilty. And then, of course, I wouldn't stick with it. So now I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to have a tracker, make sure I follow the basics and have something to look forward to. And every month I'll just, I don't know, maybe go watch a movie in the movie theater with my mom. That'll be because I love that. But I won't do it. And if my mom's on board with it, she'll wait a month too. Maybe she'll come on board with me and drink water for a month too. But that way we both have something to do at the end of the month, only if we hit our water. I mark. should do that too, but with workout clothes. But this I, is where <laughs> Yes. This is where the reward stuff doesn't always work for me because I'll I'll say the same thing to myself. At the end of the month, if you hit your, your XYZ goal, you buy yourself a new pair of leggings. And then I won't. I'll fall off track or I won't, I'll miss a day or something. Mm-hmm. Like it won't be perfect or even close to perfect, but I'll still buy myself. <laughs> oh, nice. I'll still do it. Like, fuck that. Yeah. I can, I, I'm an adult. I can buy these anyway. Good. You go girl. Like, 
so I know we're like probably getting close to time, but I think this is You're a good. really good point. Like, I think people and I, this is a fitness, I think the fitness industry is really bad about this, but it's very like you have to get it all the way or it doesn't count. Like you have to do it every single day or else you failed. I think that's, I've mm. learned now that that's the, the body isn't that perfectionist. Like the that's body's true. very forgiving. That's why we're like, talking back on it's way simpler than we've been making it out to mean or like, you know, the fitness industry has like, um, if you were to get like, for instance, for me in this water goal for a month, if I get 20 out of 30 days, I get that. And I hit my water goal. Mm. That to me is a hundred percent. Cause the other days I'll have had some water may not have been yeah, you're not. full 120 <laughs> ounces or something, but it may have been a hundred. My body's not going to shrivel up and die. You know, like I'm not going <laughs> to miss like things aren't going to fall apart to the point that things stop working or my goal is up. Like, yeah, there's a so. balance there too, because I, I'm not perfect or try to be perfect. I never mm. try to be like the cold Turkey. It's all or nothing black and white. Let's go. But I'm not like that. In mm. fact, I'm probably more on the other spectrum where it's like, I did enough this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I got, you know, like, no, Caitlin, like you were saying earlier, be a, put the stress on a little bit because there's I make plenty we all do but I definitely make plenty of, like it's good enough mm-hmm. and you know Lindsay's looking at me like no honey <laughs> no <laughs> like let's uh let's tweak it a little bit more be a little bit better about it but yeah our bodies are very forgiving it's not gonna die yeah I think well well, you my, know what I mean? yeah my mom was doing physical therapy not too long ago and her physical therapist told her you know, my mom was like trying to push herself to like 10 out of 10 pain. She's like, that's how I'll know it's working. And the physical therapist was like, no, you just need to go to a six or seven, not in terms of pain, but in effort. And then my mom was like, oh, I can do that. And so, and because she's been not taking herself to the extreme, but she's been doing enough to feel it. She's been getting results. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it's like, we really have to remember, like, you don't have to be you know, perfect, all or nothing. That's yeah. just not going to, that's not sustainable. Not long-term. No, that's a, that's a good point, but maybe another time. Talk yeah, about that. But yeah. <laughs> we could, Oh gosh, we could keep going. Like yeah. <laughs> this topic is like so reusable in so many ways, mm-hmm. but I think it's important for people to look, look back and learn from the past kind mm-hmm. of what we've done and to remember to take their own advice. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. As a massage therapist for a long time, I was like, yeah, you know, get massages regularly. When was the last time I had a massage? Like, I am not taking my own advice at all. <laughs> so it is important to remember. And I think the basics is just that's key, yeah. super golden, like nugget there. It's really is that easy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. taking that pressure off, reducing mm-hmm. the noise. I know we're part of the noise because we're doing this and we have our social medias, but it's just so hard to preach that <clears throat> in a world with so much noise. It's like, well, I'm skeptical. People are so skeptical these days because yeah. of it all. I, I'm definitely am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that was really great that was amazing <laughs> i don't know what we're talking about next week guys but it's gonna be zoppity <laughs> what's that from i know but i like it <laughs> it's from a movie i can't remember anyway <laughs> um yeah thanks for joining me nicole it was so i love talking I, our little conversations i even forget that we're recording sometimes <laughs> <laughs> anyway well join us next week guys and have a great week Bye. bye 
Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to the fitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com and click apply now. Until next time, this is the FitFem Project Alignment Podcast.